Hey guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Uh, welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not, welcome back, friends and family. Um, I'm not going to keep you guys long today. I know that I missed last Tuesday. Um, I was going through a crushing. Uh, <laughs> and so I just didn't. It. I honestly even, I forgot. Like, I literally had forgotten. And um, even though I made a mental note, it was just um, some things I was going through uh, that God was still purging me from. And so, yeah, I'm here to talk about uh, the message God gave, gave me regarding us, right? And the word, I think the word would be like, just one more thing. Okay, so Father... God, we thank you for this word, um, the the deep reflections like that you bring to our attention. God, I just thank you so much, even though like it doesn't feel good when you point it out. I'm just thankful that you show us how to and what to fix, what to correct or what um, we need to allow you to touch in our lives, God. Uh, let this word minister to every single person who is listening in Jesus name I pray amen and amen so I'm kind of like I'm I'm kind of going through it right now okay y'all I'm kind of going through it hopefully I don't cry uh I can't remember the last time I cried did I cry I don't know it don't it doesn't matter so here we go I was um bathing my four-year-old like he's getting older so I'm trying to show him how to like to wash himself and I go over him like go after him of course and so the first time uh what was this his pits have been like my goodness okay like I don't know what's up with them armpits but he's been smelling like a grown man and so um I've been you know using some natural type deodorant um and things like that so when I had a bath or I allowed him to shower himself the first time and then I go back and do it over. But, you know, it is what it is. I guess that part is irrelevant. So anyway, um, I took him out the shower. I'm drying him off and I put lotion on him and everything. And I don't know what made me smell his pits. Like, I, I don't know if I got a Oh, okay, that's what it was. So I lotioned him first, then I put the deodorant on. So when I put the deodorant on, then I went in to smell. And y'all, it was like I never touched it. And I was so mad. Like, he's already dry. You know, he already has his underwear on. And, you know, like, dang, I got to go back and do all this over again. You know, so run the water and everything because he liked his bath at a perfect temperature so anyway I had to go back and I hope you guys can hear me too I have my fan on but um I went back to bathe him again second time and I was so annoyed but I was trying to hold it together like and I focused I went in on them pits I went in okay like I put the whole bar of soap under his arm and followed up with the towel like and it was perfect like he smelled amazing when he got out like so anyway uh in that I knew God was ministering to me in that I knew he was ministering to me in that and so at the end of the night or the end of the day or whatever he the Lord showed me that that's what that's what he's doing with me 
minus the irritation, minus the frustration, because God's going to wash us off as many times as need be. You know, um, it's like a loving father. Like what kind of mother would I have been if I knew my son didn't smell as fresh as he could? I just left it like, you know, like as a loving parent, we go back and fix it. So that's what God does with us. Like he sees us and it's like we got most of it off. Like we did, you know, we got rid of most of the things that uh, we were struggling with. Like, I know for me, you guys, and it's you too, right? We came such a long way. You know, like, I have come such a long way. It's no, like, I'm not tooting my horn or nothing like that. But it's like, I know the process and everything that I have gone through. So when when God says this one thing, this one more thing, it gets so frustrating. It gets so frustrating. Like, seriously, Lord, like... You can't just let that slide. And God's like, I need you to be this certain way because of where I'm taking you, because of what I'm going to give you. You know what I mean? It's almost like I have, thank you, Lord. I have this vase, right? Um, I love flowers, right? So when my husband brings me, you know, bouquets of flowers, I love for them to like sit in my room and all like, they're just so pretty. And, um... I remember there was a period of time when he was giving, he was buying flowers often, you know, and it it was like they were dying fast and then it would smell really, really bad. Like, you know what I mean? It, I, I don't know if y'all get what I'm saying, but anyway, I could not figure out why did the, the mold of the, um, vase, like why, why would the, um, the stems of the flower why would they get moldy because when I pulled them out you can see it was moldy and all that stuff like and just looking through the vase like I couldn't see it because it was a glass vase I couldn't see it all I saw was that the water was like murky or whatever and I just didn't understand like how do you make flowers last like because these are some beautiful flowers I feel like I have to keep throwing them away all this other stuff and I looked it up and um they were saying like bleach would help, like putting like a little bit of bleach in your vase to like clean it. Cause I would clean my, my vase, but not like go in like that, like that, you know, cause I'm thinking it's just, it's just a vase, you know, I wasn't, I don't eat out of this or anything like, you know? So I realized like when I had put the bleach in there, I let it soak. And then I went after it. You guys, my flowers lasted way longer. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this is what God was showing. It was like, even the things that we can't see, God has to get rid of that. God has to focus on that because it will ruin whatever it is that God is trying to bring to us. So it's it's the little, what is that? The little foxes that ruin the, the I don't know, I'm trying to quote something, but I'm thinking of two different things. Like the little leaven spoils the lump, like the, the little yeast, the little things that we don't think, um, the little things that we think aren't like a big deal are actually huge. Okay, so it's like, I just want y'all to know I feel your pain, like in the frustration of like, here we go again. But I can tell you the faster you accept it, the faster you surrender, the closer you will be to your blessings. Because I've learned in this season that it's never God that we're waiting on. You know, we wait no God, I wait no God. I realize it's really never God waiting 
or we're waiting on God is God waiting on us because he's never going to give us premature the things prematurely. And he's not a God that's like, oh, I got this here for you. I'm just not going to give it to you just because. There's always a reason why. There's always a reason why. And God has been having me highlight and focus on the reasons why. Versus, God, it's it's August of 2022. You said this. You said that. And trust me, y'all. I've given so many prophetic words. So much so that I've, like, doubted the words that I've given. I've gone back like, I don't know. Was I... Was I tripping? Like, was I thinking that I heard something? Or better yet, maybe these were prophetic words. They just weren't for me. And God's like, no. He meant what he said and he gives us these things. I forgot what scripture it is, but there's a scripture that talks about like good news from afar is like uh, like a, a drink of fresh. Let me, let me look it up because I'm over here trying to make stuff up y'all hold on (laughs) uh let me see good news from afar scripture yet wow proverbs 25 25 okay we with the doubles we are with the doubles so y'all know nlt is my favorite translation and it says good news from far away is like cold water to the thirsty so god was showing me like all those prophetic words i've given um all those prophetic words you guys even received not even just from me but from other people right it is because god knew we needed that to sustain like Imagine if God was not giving us like encouragement or reminding us uh, or confirming to us that he's still doing it. He's still in it. Like, y'all, I would have been like, let this whole thing go. And I'm just so thankful. And right here, right now, God, I give you all the honor and all the glory right here. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because there's been so many times that I thought about throwing away everything, the ministry, the the lifestyle, and just being like a mediocre type Christian because it was like to be sold out for Christ. Like, and the word says, like, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to have to bear, like, carry your cross daily. That is real. Okay. We don't see it for what it is. Like, it's not exactly us carrying a physical cross like Jesus. And this is a word for somebody when you read the Bible, it's not always literal, like what you're reading. It's not always literal, but there's so many symbols. Like a lot of the things that God says, like speaks to us is is symbolic. And when you have ears to hear what God is saying to you, it's going to be like black and white. Like my channel is going to be so clear. It is just, it's amazing how the, how the Bible is. Like, it's just amazing how God speaks and things like that. But it's just, all of it is for a reason. And God is wanting us to Thank you, Lord, is to highlight that this part, this thing where God is like taking us, putting us back in the tub. Okay, you feel like you were about to get dressed and has to having you go back. It feels like you it's going to take a long time. But thank you, Lord. When I was doing that, like when I was bathing my son, just the pits, right? I was focused. God is saying it's the same thing. He's just focused on that thing. It could just be your attitude. It could just be you just got to learn how to save money. It could be you just trusting in God in the area of your life that you've never trusted him before. It's something so small. Thank you, Lord. And God is saying it's not going to take long. Like your promise is right there. It's not going to take long. It's more so God is just like, I just need you to give me that part, right? We're kind of like, 
98% there, if you will. You're like 98% there. And I know for me, what would discourage me is knowing the work that comes with it. So if a guy shows me like, Brie, you still need to, you, you still have a spirit of offense that I need you to get rid of. Like you really need to fully be delivered from that. I get discouraged because I know the work that comes. Like I'm like, oh, for me, I don't know how you guys go through deliverance, but it takes me looking like researching, uh, first reading a couple of articles, maybe watching videos and then going through scriptures like without a doubt I always look up scripture because I need to know what God thinks of this like truth I need to know how God views this so then I can renew my mind when I renew my mind I flesh out the lie I receive the truth and therefore that demon has nothing to hold on to so it's like it doesn't matter if I was holding on to some offense that happened to me years ago from my father you know what I mean it's me receiving the truth and letting that go then I get free literally y'all and um, I was just talking to my sister in Christ about this like when I go through self-deliverance and I know someone needs to hear this. Like when I go through self deliverance, deliverance, I yawn a lot. They're like I yawn a lot, and sometimes they're really big yawns. Yawns that feels like my jaw is about to break in half. Like it's this humongous yawn, and um, sometimes, like my sister in Christ agreed, it feels like you have to yawn, but it's not coming out. Like. You have a yawn, you know it's there, but it won't come out. And so God was saying, like, that's when you're going through deliverance. And what it is, is that demon doesn't want to come up. <laughs> it's trying to hold on. It's like, no, like, I want to stay. <laughs> you know, so it's it's that. And then eventually it comes out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And then two, not to give y'all too much information, but uh, some of my other ways of getting delivered is just through the toilet. Like, I know people who throw up, right? They vomit and stuff. Me, eh, not necessarily. I've spit, you know, but I, it's not always that. Sometimes it's just a bowel movement, and it's really, really bad. It's a really bad bowel movement, okay? And it's deliverance. So I don't know who that was for. That's just a little side note. If you've experienced those things, just know you have been, you've been getting freer and freer from whatever... Um, unclean spirits I was trying to block you from receiving all that God has for you but back to like the message really is just let's not focus so much on the weight um like I just recently gave God I asked the Lord to deliver me from the how and the when because when I tried to think of, okay, God, like, how are you going to get me here? How are you going to do this? How, how, how? Um, and when, because I'm like, and I've given this to, word to you guys before. Not to sound like a hypocrite, because I like wholeheartedly, genuinely wanted to like, to stop with the when. But, you know, when you're getting persecuted, it's like... The automatical thought that crosses your mind is, okay, how long am I going to have to deal with this? Like, well, Lord, when are you going to come through? Because, look, I'm trying my best not to, you know, resurrect the old breed. But, you know, it's it's just what happens. But I always, and I said, um, encourage you to do the same thing is go back and repent. Repent and just ask God to give you new eyes and new ways of how to look at this situation. Like, <sighs> so 
that's where I am. Um, I don't feel led to give the details um, on what it is that I'm trusting in God for. Y'all already know once I get past, I will definitely double back and tell y'all everything because I'm like an open book. Okay, I am like an open book, but just out of wisdom, just so I won't experience unnecessary warfare due to people who are just listening to gather information about me right um i'm not gonna share that part specifically right uh and it it doesn't even matter i'm not gonna share that part specifically but i know that when god showed me like hey like basically you know in a symbolic way like your armpits are still rank (laughs) it's still rank like we gotta go back and wash it off and it's just surrendering to god and letting him do his thing and just relaxing and i just feel led to tell whoever is listening like this is not forever this is not forever it feels like forever it feels like am i ever gonna get to that place you most definitely will get to that place well before your deathbed like well before all of that you will get to that place you will be able you will experience thank you lord wow Mm-mm-mm. you will experience i hear the lord saying you will experience the fruit you will experience the fruit this labor is not in vain hallelujah the labor is not in vain god is saying just trust me mm. and god is saying he is the god of rest like he believes in rest so it would be him coming against his own word when he said in the very beginning on the seventh day the lord rested how much more would he ask us to rest so he is saying it, it there is going to come the time that you believe like in your heart because i know that's where i am I feel like this is never ending. Like, Lord, come on. Like, every time I turn around, there's something. But I have good news for whoever is like in the same. You're like, um, you're in sync with me. Like in the spirit, we're like on the same time frame, right? If you have checked off where you feel like you, okay, so God will show you something. You do it, boom. And then you move forward and God show you something else. And then boom, and you move forward and you like, wait a minute. Like for me, like last month in July, your girl went through deliverance like eight times. Okay. I literally went through deliverance eight times. That that is the most that I've ever done in this in this walk, this three, four year walk with God, like this stand. I've never experienced that much. Like I would usually space it out maybe every two months, three months, God will point something out and then it will take me a minute. But the month of July, I was like yo okay god hold on hold on hold on hold on like i felt like he kept putting me back in the fire burn that thing off burn that thing off burn that thing off i said look look god you said there's nobody perfect but you so i mean how much do you want from me like how much do you want from me and it's just it's funny but like i said like if you have experienced that you are so close like you're so close you're like you could barely like touch it it's like right there so that's why god is saying like i'm bathing you just to hit that spot like it's a focus like it's just this area and once you get to that place then boom and and two i want to encourage you not to rush because sometimes in my mind i'm like 
I see this as an actual packet, like an assignment. So God's like, here, finish this. I'm like, okay, how fast can I do this? Like, how fast can I get through this without really studying and focus and understanding the lesson behind it? So God is like, don't rush it. Just complete it. Complete it with your whole heart. Humble yourself and just let God have his way. So for me, like I said, the area that I was um, trusting God in, it was like, it was a little frustrating um, and it was something that I didn't even consider. Like, I just, I didn't consider. And I was kind of like, look, God, like, how how many more things you going to pull out? Like, you know, how many more <laughs> packets you got? We got back there. So I could prepare for it. And God is like, it, this is like your last packet. This is the last thing I need to focus on. Right. And then you're you're good. Then you're going to have that period of rest because I want to say this to um, the promise that God has given you the promise of whatever. Right. This does not mean you're never going to go through warfare again. This does not mean you're never going to have to get in this place of like crushing again. I just got to say that. But what it is, what it does mean is when we get to that promise then there'll be rest. Thank you, Jesus. And I forgot where I read. I read something where it was talking about seven years of rest. And remember, the Bible is symbolic. I don't know if it actually means seven years or if we're supposed to take it um, as an understanding that it's going to be a minute before we have to experience um, another wave of like warfare and things like that. So I just want to encourage you as I uh, encourage myself that y'all we are here um it's just little stuff like it's just like little like little things um god just gave me a glimpse right now of like a cake so a cake that's fully baked and it's already decorated and now it's like we're putting on the like beads and just the um accessories like it's not the whole thing that you're thinking of doing you know it's it's nothing like that. Um, thank you, Lord. Because I'm a visual learner. So that's why he shows me things. So God is saying like, it's almost like a house that was um, built from the ground up, right? So we did all that work. We painted, we did everything. We did the fixtures and things like that. So now it's more of like decorating. Like, so it's not complete, right? Because who wants to live in an empty house? I mean, the house is popping like it's fresh paint is clean you know you got all this space but there's no furniture like you know it's just that's what God is saying it's not complete yet but it's just this last part and God is assisting us thank you Lord God is highlighting that this isn't even something that you're doing on your own like God is assisting you and really it's when we have that childlike faith in him of like Lord, because I got to this place. And let me tell y'all the secret. This the secret. When you go to God humbly, like humbled, and it's like, okay, Brie, I know that we all got to be humbled. Okay. But no, if you go to God and you're like, look, I want to do this for you, God, but I literally don't know how. I'm telling y'all right now, God's going to meet you right there. And before you know it, boom that that thing that you are in need of God to do is is gonna happen like it is going to happen because he just looks for that like he looks for the ones who are humble he looks for those who you know would just say look God I can't you know like 
I just, I want to, but I don't know how. An, exa- an example would be um, my anger issues. I literally felt like I could not get delivered from anger. I said, there's no way. I said, God, like, I know what your word says, but that seems impossible because it's like, I've, I just had this, such a deep hurt that was deeper than emotions. It was like soul. My soul was hurt. So it was automatic. It wasn't something I had to think of, of, of when someone did something similar, like when that, um, what am I trying to say? The pain that was like rooted from childhood, when that thing was poked or aggravated or whatever, I automatically went into anger. I automatically went to disrespecting people. I automatically went into defending myself. I said, God, I don't know how not to defend myself. I don't know how not to get angry and clap back. Like that's so foreign to me. I was like, and I always use the excuse, I'm not Jesus. I'm supposed to be like Jesus, but I'm not actually Jesus, you know? And I promise you guys, when I just went to God without, you know, the pride, without sounding, like, or having to feel like I had to be strong, thank you. When you're vulnerable, that's what God is saying. When you're vulnerable with him, that's when he comes and he covers you and he like, I don't want to say he does the work for you, but he makes it easy. Yes, God. He says he, that is when he gives you the grace to do it because you're literally leaning on him. And so that scripture where he says, uh, when the word says, when I'm weak, he is strong. That's what he's talking about. Like, or one of the ways he's talking about, okay. Cause you can apply that in any area that you need it to be. Okay. But in this instance, like it's, God, I I don't, I'm literally telling him I I can't, like I want to, I do, but I just literally don't know how, like I'm literally, I'm just dumbfounded at this point, like that is impossible and God did the impossible and what it was, it was me going through my deliverance, but then it was me understanding, y'all know what stood out to me (laughs) when God said that even people with like anger issues will not inherit the kingdom of God that set me straight because what it did was it humbled me it humbled me in a sense of like okay there's no way that I can look at other people and that's a whole nother word right but you know we look at other people who are wicked quote unquote and they sit up here doing all this stuff and we know with that type of fruit that they're producing they won't inherit the kingdom of God that's bible but something that I never really focused on was the anger And so it humbled me. And so with that, I received the truth. I believed what God said. And I said, okay, well then, yeah, Lord, I just need you to take this anger from me. And then there was like a whole exercise that he had me do with like kind of going into my past and writing out the things that... um, that hurt me. And it was so funny because God played it like a movie. I said, well, Lord, just show me what to do. I sat with my journal. Um, God was just kind of showing me the areas of why I was hurt. Like the things that were, I hope I'm telling the story, right? Because Lord, I just, Lord, if it ain't it, just shut it down. But I've, I've done this a few times and this is kind of the, the same way that I get delivered where God shows me the root. So I trace back to why Brie is the way she is today, why she thinks the way she does and moves the way she does. It's a lot like if everything, I'm going to just tell you, I believe everything is rooted in your childhood. Yes. 
So I don't remember where I left off. My son came in. But um, yeah, it's like God showed me how to trace back to that thing. And when you find it, you uproot it. And then you plant God's truth in that. And it was like a lot of my anger was rooted in me feeling like I needed to defend myself because I wasn't sheltered as a child. Like I wasn't covered as a child, like emotionally um mostly emotionally like I felt like I wasn't covered I felt like I wasn't heard um so that's the thing when I'm talking to someone I feel like they're not receiving what I'm saying boom it was a trigger so when God showed me those things and he flipped the truth of like when he even showed me a flash of me being seven years old in my room and I was in a, um, just in this time of feeling like I was neglected, I was abandoned, I was, you know, it's, a, it's just a thing. Like, I felt like that. And God showed me, girl, even then I was there. He was like, even then I was there. So I want you to always remember that I'm always with you. And not only that, but I hear you. I hear you. Like when you talk to me, I'm not like people. I'm not like, man, I, I hear your pain. I understand. Like you don't have to over explain yourself with God. Y'all, this is like this podcast is turning into something else. But I believe it's for who it's for. So, yeah, God was just like, look, I'm there. I'm always going to be there, too. And the most satisfying thing to me, you guys, and I think I've said this before, Knowing that God was always there, he's still here, and he'll always be there in the future, including when I die, it was like, it took away the fear of people leaving me. Mm, yeah, and that too was tied with fear as well. But it was it took away the fear of being neglected being abandoned feeling like my needs weren't being met by other people um a lot like and so that's what I'm saying it just it what it took it was me surrendering it was me being honest and allowing God to search my heart because God sees things we don't like the vase example I gave you that vase when you looked at it I would clean it out rinse it out y'all it was like clean it was clean, but there's like little bitty microorganisms that I could not see with my eye that only bleach can cleanse. Like, so yeah, we have to go to God and ask God to search our hearts. Like we have to go to God and ask God to point out the things that we don't even want to see, things that we don't want to face. So and allow him to heal it, heal it. I feel like, you know, what I'm learning is that it's never us who are like, I didn't deliver me. I just allow God to deliver me when I allow God to expose that thing to me. And I accepted it, even the ugly, like I accepted like, okay, yeah, I was wrong for that. Or yeah, yeah, my parents were wrong for that. Yeah, my spouse, he was wrong for that. Like when I accept that versus, you know, rushing past things, um, that is when God is able to uproot it. Like, okay, now I could pluck this out. Like, you realize that this is this was demonic. You know, you realize that this was meant to hurt you. This was meant to break you. This was meant to keep you 
where you are and I'm going to give you the truth so that now you can grow and move past this and level up, you know, in God's eyes. So, yeah, like I said, I don't know why, you know, I went off that way, but we thank you, Lord, anyway, for breakthrough. I thank you for my brothers and my sisters who are here. God, I pray as I spoke, um, they hurt you. Father, I pray that you, or I thank you rather for touching deep places. Hallelujah. So whoever's listening, I hear God saying like, whatever came to mind when I was speaking, whatever came to mind, like make sure you go back, have your time with God and just talk to him. Like it is not deep. Like y'all, I promise you, I don't go to God like, uh, hallow be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Like, I don't always pray that prayer. Sometimes I just go to God. I lay in the bed. I don't always get on my knees. Sometimes I just lay in the bed. I lay on the floor and I'm just like, God, help me. You know, I just talk to him and this was going to sound weird, but I literally imagine me laying on my father's lap. I imagine my father like holding me, like cradling me and just being what I need. And you guys, you guys, it is so freeing. It feels weird, but it's so freeing. So God is wanting you to go back. Let him touch those places and you might cry. You might cry. Some of you guys, I hear Holy Spirit saying you've been holding on like you haven't grieved for something that you should have grieved for grieved over a long time ago. Like you've been holding on to something that should have been released a long time ago. And this is coming from somebody who felt like she always had to be strong because I never had anybody to be strong for me. Not realizing God was the one who was strong for me. So in the natural, I didn't have mom and dad to teach me, Brie, you know, God got you even when I don't. No, when my parents forsaken me, I felt like I had to hold my own. I had to be Miss. Oh, I'm going to let you have it. Mouthy, basically. Mouthy and top your petty. That's how I defended myself. Right. And it wasn't until I understood that it was God who defends me. So this is what God is trying to show you that whatever you feel like, whatever you, or rather, sorry, whatever God showed you or he's about to show you is so important that you let that go and you cry. If you need to, because crying is actually prayers, (laughs) believe it or not. My sis pointed it out today too, um, Psalms 126. Prayers, I mean, your tears are prayers. Your tears are seeds that turn into goodness when you give it to God. It's so crazy, y'all. Like, oh my gosh, Holy Spirit, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because now I'm ministering to myself about something else. I used to be that girl who never wanted to cry. If I cried, I was crying while I was cussing you out. Okay, I was crying while I was yelling at the top of my lungs. That That is when the tears cried. But I never got to that place where I was just like letting my guards down and just sitting at God's feet and crying because I was simply hurt. And that's it. So God is saying y'all need to just sit and cry about the pain and let it be that that's it. 
fight the urge to defend yourself fight the urge for making excuses for what this what these people did to you or what you did and you just didn't know any better like no we're done with the excuses now we're gonna sit here and see it for what it is and just cry it out because these are seeds that you're gonna be sowing for your harvest like good seeds of blessings it's the enemy who wants you to be hard. Why would God give us tears if we weren't supposed to cry? Like, I see that as a form of release. Because don't y'all be honest, we feel better. Like, during the crying, you feel weak. <laughs> you hate the heart, the heartache. But when you're done crying, you feel so much better. That, some of you guys are stuck and I'm, pr- I'm speaking to myself. Some of us are stuck in a season we should have been out of because we just don't want to cry. Man. All right, Lord. That, that was powerful. That was powerful. So anyway, so Father, I pray that every person listening to this, God will do the work and just come back to you and cry, release, express their concerns, their fears, Father, and I thank you that you are a God who answers. Hallelujah. You guys don't quote me, but I think it's Jeremiah Jeremiah 33.3 or Jeremiah 3.33 is one of those. But what it says is it talks about when you when you ask God, he'll show you things that are that are covered. Like he'll he'll show you the secret things. So even the things that you can't see, that's obvious, like whatever you ask God, he will answer you. He will answer you. So God, we thank you for being a God that answers. Like we thank you for being the true God, the true living God. Hallelujah. God, I just pray over every single person, God, that you give them strength into doing this. Yes. As they walk into the new, the Lord is saying, this is a part of you walking into your, into the new. As you give them the courage, the strength, God, to walk into the new God, I pray that they will feel breakthrough. They will feel stronger. Hallelujah. And lighter. Thank you, Father, for taking our burdens. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So, yeah, you guys, this is why I don't like having notes. I don't know if it's like all over the place, but it's so amazing because I know that I sometimes I try to be perfect and and the delivery and everything like that. I know that when I talk, when I speak, I'm very relaxed because it's my channel. But trust and believe you guys. In an interview, I definitely know how to put it on. Like I definitely know how to sound professional when I need to and to get the job done. You know, like I know how to do that. But I sometimes I feel like I'm not professional and I I don't I don't know I feel like I'm not professional on my channel so I don't know I just feel like it flows better though because I had no notes and yeah I feel even me like I don't know how you guys feel but I feel like I needed to hear that even what I was telling you guys I needed to hear it out loud so thank you guys for coming back thank you guys for (sighs) for supporting me for mm, allowing God to use me so thank you guys so much you guys are so amazing y'all be blessed and I will hopefully talk to you guys next Tuesday love you guys
Bye.